Welcome to another edition of Inside the Economy. I'm Larry Howes. Thanks for joining me. I'm going to talk about just two things this time, jobs and rent. It's kind of the big things going on in the economy right now. There isn't much else. You look at the numbers, the third estimate for the first quarter GDP is still 6.4. I think that'll go up when the second quarter numbers come out. Oil is up at about $74 a barrel. I don't think it's having much of an impact anyway. People who need gasoline are just paying it. The bond market had another little rally and the yield curve is adjusting. It's all fairly good and durable goods outside of airplanes, big number. Okay, you've seen this before. It really is a great representation of how many jobs were lost when the lights went out. That's the red line. Clearly, they are recovering quickly. We're probably going to have full recovery inside of 24 months, which is a good indication of uh, how quickly the economy absorbs and creates new jobs. Very important. The blue line, that's the 2007-2008. Well, we remember that. An interesting technical question on new jobs comes from this. It's what percentage employee compensation is of national income. Now, there are lots of piles of data out there, gross domestic product, GDP, national income, all its variants. National income is just a piece of the data that shows wages reported. They have to be reported and they don't know their wages. Reported wages has been going down for a couple of decades. There's been a big increase in the gig economy, in the all cash economy. It's been a lot of places that say, well, we don't report it. We don't pay unemployment. You know the drill. The last decade or so, people have been noticing that if you aren't in the wage pool, it's hard to apply for unemployment. It's hard to dip into the straw of benefits, which people have really learned a lot of in the last year. So that number of reported wages is actually growing. Now, some of that is improved data, just like the IRS. It's amazing how well they keep track of where everybody's income comes from. It's the same with jobs. The data is a little better. People are staying in the pool because there are benefits of staying in the pool. One of the good things that'll come out of this whole COVID thing. The other thing is this, and I know it's been kind of, oh, this will go away. Personal savings is not going to stay up that high just because all the transfer payments are coming. Well, personal savings is staying up that high. There's a lot of people that have accumulated a bunch of money in their bank accounts. And amazingly enough, they're not in a big hurry to go out and spend it. I think that is going to linger for a while. Maybe not forever, but for a while. The difference is, and this is another question, there's a difference between an inflation cycle like the 80s and the late 70s when there was a great psychology of, gee, I better buy it now because it's just going to be more expensive in the future. Now it's, gee, if it's too expensive, I'm not going to buy it. I'm certainly not going to be in a hurry to buy it. I have money. I can wait. Housing is a really great example of this. Homes to buy are hard to find. Now, remember, this is reported. These are listings. There's no mention here of all of the transactions, and there's been a lot of them 
that never make the listing or the marketplace or never even recorded. And there are certainly no mortgage applications that tied to it. So they're outside of the data. But this is very indicative of houses not available. It is part and parcel of a lot of developers who said, gee, stuff is expensive. It's hard to get guys. It's driving the cost of this house I'm building or this whole development I'm doing, driving it way up. So eh, going to stop it. A lot of projects stopped. There's a lot of custom homes that are sitting stopped. It's not lack of money. It's lack of stuff electrical components, appliances. It isn't just lumber. Lumber's down about 40% from its high. That's one little component in the marketplace that is reacting to people saying, I'll wait. This is a huge piece how inflation is not going to stay. There's going to be a lot more drama and inflation coming in the third and the fourth quarter, but none of it is going to hang. Well, the Federal Reserve calls it transitory. Here's the prices. Prices are way up. They've gotten to the point where people are just going, well, I'm going to hold off a little bit. Even though I got 925 for my two-bedroom bungalow in San Jose, I'm not sure I want to spend 955 for a three-bedroom Dullsville track home in Idaho. So they're going to wait. Price comes down a little bit. I'm not at all confident that's going to be this calendar year but I don't think it'll survive 2022. These prices are simply going to have to adjust. This is the big unknown. This is rents. It's a calculation of income, generally from people paying rents on rental homes or apartment buildings or a lot of places. It's way down. Well, we know it's way down because there's been a lot of rent abatement. There's an organization that represents landlords out there and commercial building owners trying to get the Supreme Court to overturn all this rent abatement. I think they're going to punt that. And the administration has extended a lot of the abatement and don't foreclose on them and don't kick them out for another month. They're trying to figure out what they're going to do with it. What I think is going to happen is there'll be another round of, quote, stimulus checks, and they all will be to pay rent. That's speculation on my part, but I'm pretty confident that the administration is just not going to tell all these landlords, no, you're not getting your money, sorry. That would probably be very bad. The other side of this rent calculation, this is 25% of the calculation for Consumer Price Index, CPI. And when this turns, and it will turn, it'll start climbing up. There'll be a lot more drama in the media about, gee, inflation is going to wipe us all out. No, it's not. This is another part of the marketplace that is simply going to have to adjust. I don't think base rental rates across the board are going to skyrocket. They're simply going to start getting paid so these numbers will improve. This is going to be end of the year before we see rationale in this number. And uh, I'd like to think that the administration won't continue this. Interesting results out of even some states stopping unemployment benefits. Missouri stopped their supplemental unemployment benefits a little while ago. And amazing, it's amazing. People were out looking for jobs and their unemployment state-wise is one of the lowest in the country. People are working again. The equity markets, no drama here. There's no speculation here. There's very few bubbles here. All of the equity markets 
had a little test at a correction a little while ago. It recovered very quickly. We still don't have overvaluations. We're following earnings pretty well. Earnings are still growing very well. Very little drama here. On the bond side of things, this is kind of indicative. I know this is a complex chart, but if you look on the right-hand side, that's basically the percentage of non-financial corporations, that means non-banks, what their percentage of debt is to GDP. Yes, it's been growing a lot. In the middle there is the yield on that debt, meaning the yield has been coming down. And as you remember, when the yield comes down on a bond, the reported yield on a bond, that means the price has gone up. This debt fundamentally is still very attractive. On the left-hand side, you look at the new issuance, even in 2020 was a record. 2021 is liable to be certainly that high. I don't know if it'll be a record, but there's a lot of new bond issuance. The bond market accepts every dollar they can. Granted, the Federal Reserve has been buying $80 billion a month for a while, but they're gonna start reducing that. The point is, no bubbles in neither one of the markets, in the financial markets. Doesn't seem to be any tendency to overvalue things. And we have consumers out there that seem to be very prudent buyers. When things get too expensive, they wait. It's all fundamentally very good. Okay, that's all for now. I appreciate you joining me. Obviously, any questions, send them along to info at shwj.com. And I'll see you next time.